I'm Dr. Gina Ross, and I'm running for U.S. Senate for the state of Missouri. I'm good trouble because people are my first priority. I will stay true to all people as I stay true to myself. I'm unbossed, unbought, and unbiased, paving the way for change. Please follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or go to my website, RossForUSSenate.com. We're better together, building a better tomorrow beginning today. Business as usual is no longer acceptable and feel free to make a contribution. No dollar amount is too small. Thank you very much. Just what you see in the flesh I'm free from people, free from myself There's a liberty in Christ Well, hello, hello, and welcome <laughs> Welcome to an exciting time Hanging out with Dr. Gina Ross This fundraiser this fundraiser we are here and we are going to listen and share and 
enjoy some time with a couple of young people. We're here enjoying the Flex Your Vote fundraiser. Flex Your Vote. The Ross for U.S. Senate 2022 campaign presents Flex Your Vote live open forum. Mm -hmm. Go vote. All right. And we're going to welcome Miss Darielle Heron and Pastor G. All right, people, come on and let's hang out. Welcome. Hey, guys. Hello. 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 Good evening. Okay. Yes. We have Latasha Davis that's joined us. Uh, Lakeisha Brunson. Mm -hmm. uh, Claudia the Gate. The Great. Yes. Mm -hmm. Lisa Williams. Uh, Romy Rome, Daniel Gibson, people hanging out on the Facebook. Guys, tell us uh, what's going on. What is it about this voting that people should participate in and, and cast? What is it about voting that is important? Come on, Pastor G. Come on. Sure. Talk to Vot us. Voting is absolutely essential. It is what our forefathers died for and um we're at a point now where the country is making a a crazy pivot but we need to get back to the basics get back to our foundation of why all of this started voting is necessary because it is your freedom it is your voice and we can't get anything done without the vote and so i want to help encourage as many young people on here that will be watching tonight to get out and vote because your voice is, your vote is your voice, and it's time to flex. Flex your vote. It's time to flex your vote. Your vote is your voice. Yes. You know, that is, that's the statement. That is the statement, isn't it? Uh, because, look, you, we vote all different kinds of ways, don't we? Sure. Mm -hmm. How do we vote? We vote with our dollars. Yep. Mm -hmm. We vote with our dollars. Now, I just shared the link to the uh, YouTube where you can watch the broadcast on YouTube on the Union Rock Hill Films One channel. And if you're uh, wanting to go and share that link with someone that doesn't have the Facebook uh, ability, uh, go ahead and you can share that link, text that link to them, and they'll be able to watch the live stream on the YouTube channel, Union Rock Hill Films, the host for working with this campaign and making the fundraiser hmm, possible, this live stream. All right, so we vote all different kinds of ways, don't we? We vote with our dollars. Hmm? Yep. Yeah, we vote with our dollars. What, uh, what vote did you make with your dollar today? Miss Darielle Heron. You said, what vote did I make with my dollar specifically today? Yeah, yeah. What vote did you make with your dollar today? Well, I did go to the grocery store today. And, you know, actually putting money into that, it, it matters because without our money, you know, they wouldn't be in business. So mm -hmm. I, I would say 
putting my money into different various brands is me putting my vote towards that. Mm -hmm. Now, we had talked about uh, before we came on the broadcast, too, how the local voting is important, right? Most so, definitely. yeah, lo voting locally, because when you voted with your dollar today, that local that local dollar had a tax on it. Mm -hmm. And there is a percentage of tax that you paid. Some of that tax went to the local uh, area. Some of it, you know, state sales tax. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the voting makes that tax, those taxes possible. Okay. And, and the, the amount of the tax possible. Yeah. So when you when you take your dollars not only are you voting we want to we want to encourage to vote small business huh check out small businesses not just the big box stores definitely check out black owned businesses and minority women owned businesses but then know that your vote matters so when they have these local elections go vote in them because they're going to be talking about how much tax how much money more money, more money, more money. <laughs> right. They want out of that dollar that you took and voted with, yeah. right? All right. So you went to the grocery store. Which one did you go to, girl? The one around the corner. We have a super one. We have a shopper's value. You know, just a few different sure. options. Well, we don't have that many options. So, you know, I take what I can get around here. All right. Well, you know, and, and that's what's up. Okay. Now. Uh, Sister Darielle, when, how old were you when you first voted? I remember, I think I was. Don't ask 19. me. Don't ask me. I, I just remember the first time I voted was when I voted for my mom when she ran for Congress. Aww. So that was my first time voting. It Aww. was an early vote because, you know, I am in college and I, I, I was. I'm from Missouri, but I live in Louisiana right now. And so before I headed back to college, I made sure that I put my ballot in. We went up to the election board office and I voted for my mother. And then I also voted for, you know, who I wanted to be president and stuff like that. So uh, I think I was 19. Yeah, because you had to wait until yes, the election. because I wasn't, yeah. You weren't legal yet. Mm-hmm. But now right. she's legal and she just turned 23. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Super. So, and, and when, what you, so you told us and shared with us when the first time it was that you voted and you also shared why you voted. Mm -hmm. Those are two, yes. two cool questions. Pastor G, do you remember the first time you voted? How old you were? I was 18. I was 18, 18 in Seattle, Washington. So I was all the way in the Northwest um, voting for the first time. Um, it was almost surreal um, because, again, this is the first time, and I was not sure how the process worked and how many circles that I need to circle. And, you know, your circles had to be darkened. So all of that was a part of the process. But it was, it was surreal. Um, I often thought about the struggle of, again, our forefathers getting to the place where they could vote. Um, I understood that in the beginning of all of this, um, black men were the first people to vote. Uh, and then women were able to vote later on. So just being able to be black and, and be a black man to be able to vote uh, was, was a liberating feeling. 
Super 18. And, uh, you know, the 18 is a age of adult and responsibility. That's the legal age of being an, an adult and responsible, you know, in, in, with your actions. For That's some really cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tanya Davis, she applauds you, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> this is why. <laughs> hey, hey lady, wife, Tanya. You know how hey, your spouse won't do it. Be wife. Yeah. <laughs> That's a blessing. Thank you. Uh, sister pastor Lata, uh, tanya davis yeah for that big applaud and you know yeah that uh that thought let's kind of go back because you know when we're thinking about the vote and the right to vote the forefathers and, and it wasn't that long ago actually you know and then the 1965 voting rights act brought everything into the right perspective in that what it did was it took those states who lived under Jim Crow laws, who put poll taxes on the right to vote. You had to pay a tax. So we're talking taxes again, the right to vote. People were poor. You know, why should I have to pay a tax just to vote in my country? Right. So poll taxes. And then you're talking about uh be reading being able to read so there was reading parts that you had to read before you could vote hmm? yeah that's so <laughs> that was part of what the 1965 voting rights act what it actually accomplished and it was presented by the reverend dr martin luther king jr right and his committee but then it was signed by uh, by uh, President Lyndon Bain Johnson. Mm -hmm. And that, and believe it or not, guys, okay, believe it or not, those that voted for, so you had the Senate, Congress, and Senate before it actually can get to the president to sign, right? The majority of those that, that voted in the Congress, Senate were Republicans. They didn't have a problem with it, but mm, some Democrats had a, a problem with it. Okay, now I'm going to stop right there because when we go to vote, uh, does it matter that we vote Republican or Democrat? And this is not a trick question. It's just a question. Or does it matter that we vote candidate? That's a great question. I think... Well, let me say this. <laughs> Everybody has switched out. Let me just let me just be honest. Everybody has switched out, my brother. The Democrats, the independents, everybody has switched out. So what you would normally vote for is not the same. You're gonna find some fault in every um candidate, every every branch, um, you name it. I think it's at the point now where we need to vote our conscience. That's what I always say. Mm -hmm. We need to vote our conscience because with everyone switching out, one day they this, one day they feel this way, one minute they're like this. We need to just vote for what do we feel like is right? What is our conviction? Okay. Vote on that. And if it doesn't line up with what's on the paper, then you're going to have to do your best. But okay. we need to vote. We need to vote our, our conscience and our conviction. All but right. what do you think about people that are so stuck with party because that's how they were raised? You were raised to be um, this sure. or that. So you always have to raise this or like you're going against your family. 
How you have to vote. get someone like that to vote their conscience when they're so stuck in the way they were raised in sure. tradition? Well, one of the things I want to bring to the table tonight is information. I think once we have enough information about who we're voting for and why, we, we don't have to worry about being loyal to foolishness because we have exactly. information. And so mama always said that when you know better, you do better. That's and right. So when we become an informed people, we can make informed decisions and have an informed outlook on life. And sometimes we can be loyal again to the wrong things. So want to make sure that we are informed and educated and not making a emotional decision. And Darielle, why do you think so many young people um, don't like to vote? I mean, some do, but then there's some that say they just won't vote at all. Why do you think a lot of young adults lost hope? Well, I believe that young people and then specifically targeting the black community, I believe that they do not trust the system. So when you do not trust the system, it's kind of hard to put your trust in voting and feel like, oh, it's actually doing what it's supposed to do. I feel like it's a trust that is not there. And so people feel like that's not important. You know, it, it's, it's a bigger problem. It's a bigger issue. And it's going to take more than just little steps to actually get our community, get the young community to start voting. It's, it's much deeper than just not wanting to vote. Some people just don't want to vote. Some people don't care about politics. But there are some people that are actually very passionate about the issues, the social injustices, taxes. There's a lot of people that are very passionate about it, but they just truly do not trust the system. So if you don't trust something, they're not gonna, you're not going to actually put their all or their effort into doing something they don't even believe in. Very good point. And here... Um, uh, Tanya Davis says, good point, Dr. Gina. I think we should vote on the value of the need of social needs and who has the best solution. Most yes. definitely. I definitely agree with that. And I definitely agree with Pastor G when he spoke on emotions. I feel like when it comes down to it, it has. we need to be informed. I feel like information, knowledge is power. And, you know, we often let our emotions, our feelings get in the way of what's better, what's what's better for everybody else. Like this is some things you just got to put put to the side. Like one thing that's good for you might not be good for everybody. So it's kind of we got to put our emotions to the side. We got to put our own selfish wants to the side. Like it's it's a lot deeper than what we portray to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The uh, the point of trust because we hear that a lot, young people don't vote or people, you know, whether they're young or, or my age or whatever, older, they may not vote because they figure, well, it doesn't, it doesn't matter anyway, right? I don't trust what they're doing. But I think that that, and what, back to the education point of Pastor G, if we encourage and educate ourselves to know when city council in our local area, when they're meeting, go participate. If we're going to go and, you know, no problem with people sitting in the movies or enjoying themselves in other venues. But if we can sacrifice and go to those places, then to be aware and go to the local assembly places of government where 
they uh, make it public so that people are aware of what they're doing. So it's no surprise. Then you can be more comfortable about what's going on. I, I'm with uh, Dr. Gina in that it it's it does start local. Well, you know, she kind of people should take that. ownership. If they people take ownership, then there's nothing that can't be done if everyone joins their forces together in uh -huh. unity and take mm -hmm. that ownership of their community and demand, make people hear you. Yeah. There's power in our voice, there's power in oneness. Yes. Power in um, oneness. So uh, if, um, if, if it becomes cool or hip to hang out and, and kind of know, if it's cool and hip to hang out in the summertime in the park at Swope Park, right? With the, with the car, the music blasting and all that, what can we do to encourage for it to make it for it to be cool and hip for young people to go and walk up in the 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 city hall of a place when they're having a meeting to know what's going on locally and then that builds trust because then like pastor g says you become knowledgeable about what's happening okay you learn about what's happening and that's what i like about these fundraisers right we're we're actually working to kind of educate about what's going on and then bringing some solutions about how to make it better because we're going to vote guys there will be an election where dr gina ross the primary election is august the it's 2nd. august 2nd yeah so it's on the ballot you have an African-American woman running in the state of Missouri who won a primary election for the congressional seat last time in the past couple of years, who's back running for a Senate seat, which is much higher, but still has a chance of winning the primary as well as winning the election itself to represent Missouri in the United States Senate. Okay. And one thing about me is I will represent all people. Mm -hmm. I'm not a biased person. You have to represent everybody. You do. And that's what Dariel was saying was that, look, you know, we're, we're needing to, yes, okay, set aside uh, selfish, but, you know, take a look too and see what is it that would be good for, for all, right? There's a compromise too. There is a compromise. There is, okay, well, I'm really not so big on this issue, but like Pastor G says, look, this issue really is important. I need to vote my conscience. That's really important to me. Right? But what about the barriers that people have when someone um, is campaigning and they put their best representative out, but that's not who they truly are. They will tell you they're going to do this, that, and the other for you to get your vote. But then when it comes down to it, they're not going to do it. Like some people tell me, you better just say whatever you need to say to get people to vote for you. No, that's not me. That's not how I operate. And it won't be. <laughs> that's hold, that, hold that thought, Pastor G. And that was, that was Dario's question. The reason why young people don't vote is because they know that it is politics. And the word on the street is politics lie. Politics Poli lie. Poli what is it? Politics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. so that's that's the reason why most young people don't don't vote. I, I was even I was even told growing up in voting that just just on the ballot, just go ahead and vote for all the black people. <laughs> Okay. Don't, don't, worry about, don't worry about all the other. Just if they're black, just vote for them. And I know I one black was, person 
who has been in everything he runs for, he wins and hasn't done a darn thing. <laughs> so the, uh, I was, I was, I was literally taught that just, just vote mm -hmm. for all. But, but there, there's different types of black people. Oh, if I can say that. <laughs> and, and so, I think you did, my brother, and that's all right. So you, uh, need yeah, you, careful. <laughs> you need to be careful. And this is why I say we got to vote our conscience and we got to be informed. The other reason is if the only time that we see our politicians is when it's time to vote, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Thank that's you. Definitely. That's they got to they gotta come to, what, what's the name of the park? What's the name of the park? Swope Park. Swope, they gotta oh, come that's to a good park. idea, huh? Campaign fundraiser, sis, go out yeah. to Swope Park. Yeah. They got to make their face known, and we got to know at Swope Park what you're coming to do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it can't be because they come, you know, Sunday morning to everybody's church when it's don't time to go, you know, but then the rest of the year, we don't see them. We don't know who they are. And then when it's time to vote, we got to, did, did they come to our church today? So we don't really know because they didn't spend enough time in our community. Mm -hmm. So we got to be educated. And again, we got to vote our conscience. Mm -hmm. And they need to stay in church a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we tip out. We tip out. Uh, Tanya Davis uh, says, excellent point, Darielle. We have to restore integrity in our communities with our young people. Because yeah. the young people are our future. I'm dependent on my daughter, you know, <laughs> and I'm dependent on your daughter tonight. I'm dependent on your daughter. That is the way. That is, that is the way of life. That's the way he set things up. That generation from generation to generation. So we can even go there. Whose responsibility is it to in, in compel young people to learn and to educate young people in voting? Well, whose responsibility is it? Responsibility, that is a big one, honestly. Oh. You know, we can take ownership, but at the same time, I think it starts when we're younger. Because, you, like you said, you're not able to vote until we're 18. And so, of course, we learn in school what voting is. But I can, at least for myself, personal experience, um, they really don't go that much into depth on how it works. Yes, we talk about the electoral college and whatnot. But, you know, sometimes we need a little more information. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of dense. And so um, maybe it starts at home, you know, making sure that, we're educated at a young age, you know, so when it comes time that we are interested, but at the same time, if you want somebody's attention, you're going to have to work for it. And that comes with, you know, being involved, outreach, you know, how you have to study your people so you know how to captivate them, how to get them, how to take them in. And so they will be engaged. Like, it's not just going through the motions. Like, some people vote just to vote. That's just worse than voting, like not voting. So if like, you don't know what you're voting for, yes, exactly. ma'am, I agree. And so I feel like responsibility, I can, it could be placed on both parties, both ends. It could be, it's your own responsibility it's your right it's your duty like you could do whatever you want but um you know it is it is partly it is your responsibility if you want to vote you know it's up to you to you know try to get education on it but at the same time the people that really want if they want your vote that bad if they want you to vote that bad they're going to do whatever it takes so that you have no choice but to be educated that you have no choice but to be interested okay you know uh so what i'm hearing is that uh, the school system is not going to educate 
uh, young person enough to be uh, intellectually ready to vote. And so it has to go home. It has to start in, it has to work with whatever other things that are going on in the community, but it has to really be from the parent. It has to happen at home. And not just at home, but like I said, it's time for us to go back to the basics, go back to the foundation. It takes a village to raise a child. The yes, village has to be educated so that we can raise our children. So when it's time for them to vote, um, it is something that they're looking forward to do. It's not like, okay, I need you to go vote. No, I've been I've been prone and been 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 prompt to do this for years. Mm -hmm. And so by the time I hit high school, I'm ready to go ahead and vote. And uh, I'm just waiting for 18 to hit. And I'm going out yes. there to vote, but um, it takes a whole village. This is, why, village. this is why so, we become, this is why we become the sum total of who we hang around with. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. have to have enough voices in our head and in our ears about voting right. This is why they're trying to take the vote because they know the vote is powerful. Yes, and so it we, is. that has to begin, not just in, in, in personal and family homes, but the whole village. Everybody should be talking, just like we talk about COVID, just like we talk about masks and vaccines, the whole yeah. <laughs> village ought to be talking about voting. Mm -hmm. Well, to kind of go back to the uh, 1965 Voting Rights Act, what happened in 2013 was there was a case, Shelby County versus Holder, Eric Holder, who was in charge then and uh, so what they did was they filed a case to Shelby County and said, okay, we as the Southern states, because the 1965 Voting Rights Act made Southern states or states, it wasn't just Southern because I've actually drawn some graphs and I see where what's happened, not only were the, their Southern states responsible for discriminating against people uh, and, uh, of classes and, and race, to discourage them from voting, but uh, it was also some other Northern and California and Arizona, believe it or not. Hmm? There were some counties there. So what the Shelby versus Holder 2013 decision by the Supreme Court of the United States of America, that decision was upheld to say, okay, no, those states don't have to go to uh, the uh, the United States government to confirm that they're okay with any decisions that they're making in their voting, right? Because it, those things just don't happen anymore. We're beyond that, okay? So in educating young people to know that, look, you have to understand what is required for voting now, right? So IDs are going to be required. You're going to have to make sure you have an address. How many young people really keep an address? Some are in school. Some are, uh, you know, away to college. You know, what are you? What are you going to do now that there are requirements that are no longer that are actually being enforced by the particular states to say, okay, we're going to put all of these. Uh, different issues and we're going to put all of these together to where now you can vote, but this is what you have to do to vote now. So the, the requirements change is the point. And that's what we call voter suppression. That is voter suppression. That is voter suppression. And so to educate, to know, and what we're doing with the campaign, I'm just going to put a little plug here when it comes to the campaign, 
we're working to educate to the point to where people are aware to know what to do in order to vote. Make sure you get your voter registration done early. Make sure that you know where your polls are, right? Yes. Uh, that's a big one. You know, if I'm going to vote, I'm 18. I might not know where the polls are. I know where the skate drink is, though. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I know where to go. I know where the movie theater is, but I might not know where my poll is to go vote. So maybe it becomes a family thing. Maybe it becomes a community uh, organization thing, right? To where that day of voting, the young people can get together and just maybe have a, an accountability to know where they need to go vote. They change polls all the time. They do that out here. That happened to me a few years ago, right? Poll changes and they don't have to provide very much notice to let you know that your poll changed. So you used to vote over here, but now it changed and I have to vote. Over. I walked to two different places, drove to two different places just to vote. Okay. So that's what happens uh, when we're not educated on the voting part. All right. I do want to holler. All right. Brother Kareem Jackson. He says, hello from hello. the Philippines, beautiful people. Hello. Hello, Brother hello. Kareem. Glad you were able to join. He also shares here, he says, we will launch our BKC vote limited edition to educate them in a format young people enjoy. So that's for the young people. And Brother Kareem does have a, a magazine where uh, it is online and you can you know, also participate to have that uh, delivered to you in your inbox so that you can awesome. have it. But uh, what uh, he's saying is, huh, there's, is there a format? Is there a format? Uh, Sister uh, Ms. Darielle Herring, is there a format that, that young people would enjoy and appreciate? What would that format be? Well, I'm going to talk about what happens at my institution that gets people kind of on alert and ready to vote. We, we do have a campaign like on campus of like how we want to bring people together and inform them. We have forums about that. And then also one thing that we did have when it was time to vote, we, we plan a march to the, to the polls. And so like that was really big and successful when we last voted, um, marching to the polls. It kind of gives you a sense of empowerment because guess what, you know, our, the people before us, our black people before us, they had to, you know, go to the polls. And so it kind of, you know, just the, marching to the polls, it kind of, it just makes you feel like you're doing something important. And, and you know, of course- Which you are. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. And then of course, you know, incentives are thrown in too, you know, with the whole campaigning, maybe t-shirts, buttons. We love t-shirts. We love t-shirts because, you know, you can do whatever with them, <laughs> sleeping them, work out on them and simple things like that. And so I think that I'm grateful for my institution that highlights the importance of voting and i'm not sure how it is anywhere else but i think that plays a big part in it too wherever you attend if you're in school if you're in school you know your institution knowing the importance of voting my institution is very prominent on that because i go to an hbcu and so the fact that we do know the history of you know the right voting rights and stuff like that it, it, it hits a little deeper and so 
I'm very grateful for that. I don't know how it is anywhere else, but you know, maybe we can make it a community thing. Maybe let's it starts in my institution, but we could take it to the streets, like take it to the surrounding cities and towns, march it to the polls or, you know, getting, you know, we had one year we had the vans, like redoing whatever it takes to like get those numbers up. And so it just depends. We could it, it starts small, but we can expand it it just mm -hmm. takes a will mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like when i ran for congress um you know COVID was going on so darielle my butter she was helping with tiktok videos <laughs> and you know young people watch tiktok so she was Get wearing the, the and, yep well i was yeah, just getting like, ready to say that i was just getting ready to say we got to make voting fun yes, yes. and it needs make to be appealing to to young people so there's all different type of things. We even do um, a thing called verses. Everyone was doing verses oh, on, yes. on uh, TV and with the R&B stars and the rap artists. But we did it about church. We did it about politics. So you got to be innovative and, and creative like and make it, it fun. One of the one of the stigmas though is, uh, particularly as it relates to Black people, is that if you put it in the book, we won't read it. Well, it's not just Black. Being an educator uh, on, I, I train top executives and you can't get them or anyone to read anything. Yeah. I'm a professor, so <laughs> yeah. no this, one reads. But this is why. <laughs> but we I get what it, you're saying. This is why we got to make it fun so it's mm -hmm. informative yes. and then they can catch it and then be able to tell yes. their friends about the importance Absolutely. of voting. So, yeah, yeah it's not, let's not limit it to just a book like. Yes, yeah, being exactly. innovative, stepping outside of the box. You kind of have to, I feel like it's important to just kind of be up to date on the trends. I feel like that makes a difference. If you really want the young people's votes, you got to stay connected to them, what they like and what they have going on. And so like he said, like my mom said, TikToks. And I really like the verses. Like that, that was, I didn't even think about that. So yeah. I really like how innovative and exciting that is it's really about getting like i said before getting to know your community getting to know your crowd the people around you and when you get to know them truly then you kind of see what works for them and what doesn't some people don't want to read some people are not good at reading so you know they kind of stray away from doing that because it kind of makes them feel self-conscious and and you know and so you know that's where you got to change it and I, as a teacher i'm going to school to be a teacher you know awesome. learning your students yeah. Some are a kinesthetic um, learner. There's different kinds of learning. And so we got to cater to who we have around us. Like I would cater to one child this way. I have to cater to this one another way. We, that's why you just got to remain connected. I feel like that is one of the most yes, important Because we can definitely sense and sniff out somebody that's really not for us. That's just, like I said, politics. We could tell it's just political. So I feel like that's very important. I really like, you know, TikTok. A lot of people love TikTok and that versus, I just can't get over that. That was, I never <laughs> would have thought about that. And I really like that. Yes, Tanya, Tanya Davis, strength in unified numbers. So what you just talked about, community, community and coming together uh, but I think, too, on a consistent basis, that's really what marketing is all about. And I'm just going to, you know, dive into the business thought of it. Can I throw something sure. in before you go there? Yeah. Um, so, like, I teach in Kansas, but I live in Missouri. And so I also teach American government at a high school on Tuesdays and Thursdays. 
And when I first uh, went this semester, nobody likes American government. Nobody's parents vote. <laughs> so I was like, this is going to be really interesting. But now um, I play uh, American government cahoots with them. So, you know, they get involved and, you know, when they think that they're not learning anything, they're learning and they look forward to it. And now they're getting their work done. They're working ahead and they're more excited. Well, what's going on here? I let them watch live things on CNN and other things just so they're not just bored and I'm just talking and they're like, oh, you know, I don't do that. I need a live class, too, because mm -hmm. you already know I'm a little hyper and excited. So I don't want to drag nothing out for nobody else. I want learning to be fun. And like Daria always says, reading is fundamental. It is. But people won't read. Sometimes the only reading people will do is you. Absolutely. Yes. You're the book. How about that? Exactly. You're the book. You're the book. And that's kind of our way. Uh, storytelling is uh, part of our culture as African-Americans, but I think in the other cultures too. Yes, you have the written word, but then you have the stories that have been told down through the generations. And that's what makes it exciting. If Big Mama, Paw Paw, if uh, Big Sis or Tom, you know, Big Uncle or whatever is sharing, hey, you know, this, this and those stories, we could tell those stories over and over again, those that are at the family reunion. Well, why not tell a story where it does involve uh, making a difference in voting and making a difference in understanding the culture? Super! I, I, I got y'all. Yeah, yeah, you're on a roll here. I think another suggestion that Kareem Jackson was making, he says, we need to build more young entrepreneurs and then the politics is a natural evolution for them. You think being an entrepreneur, he thinks being an entrepreneur naturally brings on the idea of voting. Hmm. I can see that. I can see that because when you, when you have a company, kind of have to think for that company so look at the united states or your town or city being that company you're not doing what's just best for you but you're doing what's best for everybody and you're thinking mm -hmm. about everybody rather than just yourself or just your people on the executive board you got to think about your staff your employees you know it's more than just the people at the top mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i talked to i went to a conference this weekend and featured by the Three of the top sent three top seminaries here in the greater Kansas City, Missouri area. Uh, of course, my favorite uh, is uh, it's Nazarene Seminary, and of the three, that's the one that that I'm you know kind of familiar with and have uh, worked with. But they featured a, a guest, uh, a scholar, biblical scholar, uh, Dr. Willie James Jennings, and he spoke. And he just kind of reiterated and reaffirmed how communities are really going to be the way to bring people together, whether you are of one nationality or another. It's about the communities. And what's happened is that the communities have disseminated and there's no more community. And people aren't really coming together in community, even in the neighborhoods of where we live it's not really community right so uh the thought too to say okay well the community is going to help to educate and to encourage voting the entrepreneur is going to go to the different community events because he wants 
the people to buy their uh, his goods or services. Uh, community uh, breeds entrepreneurship, breeds also being uh, empowered and, and knowledgeable about what's going on in the community based on the political standing of the city hall. You know, it, it's really about the community and the education of the community. Sure. I, I think that's where we're where we are with this, guys. You know, we, we can say it, you know, but then let's talk through. And this is what we're doing, talking through to to bring some knowledge of some resources, statistics to show, you know, based on what we know of what's going on. Yeah. Uh, and you remember when it was time for for us to vote for my president, Obama? Yes. Yeah. They President had all Obama. The superstars. Talking about vote or die, right? Mm -hmm. It was this big, <laughs> big ordeal. You couldn't, you couldn't miss it, right? Mm -hmm. Then after he got into the office, we didn't see their faces anymore. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, so this goes back to the village. If they're not coming into our cities, and who is continually talking about voting and voting rights? Now. We're grateful that they did. They helped us get Obama into office two two terms. But after that, right. yeah, brother Obama, what did you what did you do? Yeah, what did you do? You know, you brought in a you know. Okay, there was a couple of things, but with and then yes, the disappearing of of what what was done. You know, uh, you got voted in, but then were you? really for the community that helped vote you in sure right absolutely you and really that's why when people ask me um are you going to talk about policies before i start talking about policies and everything else i want to do my research i like to assess the different communities because missouri is large it has its city it has its suburbs it has um the rural areas mm -hmm. you know so you got a little bit of everything you got to look out for everybody so i'm not just gonna sit and just start running my mouth without having facts and details and without looking at your different counties and you know i just need to know what's going on i need to assess everything before i say this that or the other also i want your input you know yes i want to know what's going on in your area right Right, because I don't have all the answers, so mm -hmm. it, it's going to take everybody. So just because a person is elected, it doesn't mean they know everything. You need to do your part and communicate with them as well and tell what you need for mm -hmm. your community. And again, yeah. like we talked about before, the census every 10 years, mm -hmm. fill that out. We need that information so we can best represent you. But Believe when it or not, that's a vote. Person. <laughs> Say that again, sis. I said, for me, you will not get a phony person because I'm all about people. So I, I don't have no other agenda. If it wasn't for trying to make change right now and try to help, I wouldn't even be doing this at all. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go ahead and share this. Uh, Jamie Johnson she says, I believe our communities are only as successful as our young people. They need to be involved and empowered to lead in every sector. That's that impartation. Exactly, Jamie Johnson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That uh, to be empowered with the communities. Now, I'm just going to kind of give an overview here. There are three major communities in the state of Missouri. Right. You have the greater Kansas City, you have the greater St. Louis, and then you have the greater Springfield, the southern communities. 
So, and they're, they're very diverse. Hmm? They're very diverse. But I think what, um, when you're looking at the Southern community, the Springfield community, the greater Springfield community, uh, you can you can say that they're probably predominantly uh, European American with the European American and rural values. Okay, uh, but to know too, Dr. Ross, that you are for the people of Missouri, exactly. mm-hmm. no matter it, what party, no matter what what party you know you're dealing with, you're for the people of Missouri. And I think what I heard you say is that you are. You educate yourself about what's going on in that area. You ask them, you research what's happening so that I know what is of an interest to you. And then you uh, can take it away and vote and support what's in an interest of that community as well. Exactly. Yeah, Uh, definitely the young people there. We do have an influence or we have some... uh, some young people that are working in the St. Louis area, which is great. Of course, we have some young people working here in the greater Kansas City area. But we want to give a shout out to for any uh, any young people group that it works in the southern Missouri, the Springfield area. Come and participate with us. Help us to volunteer. Pick it up because your ideas matter. Mm, they do matter. They, they also where I live in Platte County. Now most of y'all had me as your teacher, so come on, Platte County. Platte County. <laughs> you helped me with District Six during the um, Congress primary. Platte mm-hmm. County showed up for me, so I appreciate Platte mm-hmm. County. I appreciate every cow, every horse, <laughs> every peacock. <laughs> yep. Because you are concerned about the people of Missouri. Yes, right? we have farmers, the farmer, the baker, the candlestick maker, you know, everybody. There's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Can't leave nobody out. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I grew up from in Minneapolis, Minnesota, so I'm really a city girl, but I like the country. I think it's just in my DNA, though. <laughs> from my, my dad's roots country. down in Mississippi. <laughs> it's cool, isn't it? I think it is too. I think so too. All right. And I'm a people person. Y'all know I love people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kareem says, and, and them entrepreneurs and companies. So he's back on it. The entrepreneurs and companies will tell their employees about politics and even sponsor politicians. Well, that's a big one. Companies, can you, can companies donate to candidates? Absolutely. Yeah. It When it comes to donations, now that we're on this and we just kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit, when it comes to donations, uh, individuals can donate up to $2,500. Hmm? So you can send a donation through uh the we're gonna uh, we do have information we can send out at blue at blue Blue, and uh we'll uh, get that going here but that is where you can donate now you can donate up to twenty five hundred dollars okay companies uh, they can donate that limit too it's not like that company can just okay we're just going to give them a million dollars even though we can Hmm? and that's something that is a concern of 
uh, other candidates or candidates in the political process in that you'll have people with big money backing them right some of these some of these candidates that don't speak for all people yep. and right. some of these candidates that uh, are just going to say whatever they you they think you want to hear just to get your vote. That's what we know is is going on. That's politics, lie politics, politics. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we know, right? Well, this candidate, Dr. Gina Ross, you can contribute, but no dollar is too small when it comes to donations because every dollar counts and it becomes the community. Hmm? If I send my dollar, you know, $5, I tell you, you go out there and you're just getting a burger, it's $10, right? Dollars. $10 <laughs> for a meal? Yeah. I'm like, ah, you know, that's not even healthy for $10. you, right? <laughs> uh, so if you $10 and then go to the grocery store and maybe pick up a salad that's gonna be healthier or go ten go spend the $10 for actually some nice short ribs, you can get that. <laughs> You know, and cook it yourself is the point. But sometimes it's about the sacrifice. It's about to say, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to support and donate to this cause here because I know that my money is the vote for. But some people want to know where's their money going. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, you well, know. I was getting ready to say that. I was going to say we have to make sure that we are investing in our own community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you say that, Pastor G? Absolutely. Huh? Wowzer. So we shouldn't allow, let, some, let somebody else fix it. Let, let someone else that doesn't know, that doesn't have our interest, that has nothing, it has no concern about our culture or anything. And I'm saying culture of, of certain people. You have the African-American, sure. even sure. the Spanish community. You sure. have different communities, southern, rural communities. Let someone that doesn't really give a hoot about us, right? Support what we're you know, you you that's, hit it. But, but that's you what happens. It. And they'll come to our communities and then because we're so money hungry, mm. we'll accept it, but we don't realize that it's camouflage deception. Huh. And they're trying to control that mm -hmm. money with with what they want to happen and so um this is where we are we got and i wish there was a day that would come quickly where we can leave the politics to the side and really help people who really need help that's right that's right because people need help people are struggling yeah and that's why people are like why should i vote for you you're not going to help me <laughs> people need affordable housing people need you know affordable child care affordable education um public schools need adequate funding you know and new textbooks exactly yes. exactly <laughs> nobody should be left out there's like i said there's something for everybody you just need to allocate mm -hmm. and make sure that each um county each area their needs are met for sure by any means possible because it's not right. I don't think there should be that many homeless people just laying up on the street, especially in the wintertime. Why are we building new things? And what happened to love thy neighbor and help thy neighbor? Uh, we need more mental health places and stop locking people up in prison and, you know, help them, help them get rehabilitated when they get out, before they get out. So to prevent recidivism.
so they don't go back again. Go back and do we it need again. a lot of urban programs, um, initiatives, family initiatives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trying to keep family together. One well, thing I don't like about the system either is how um, they say when a, a woman will go apply for um, welfare, I don't know what they call it now, but they always want to make sure the man is out of the house. Why are you? Yeah, well, that's that's, that's always been. You remember that right, movie? That's what I'm that needs to be done with. That needs to be done. Mm-hmm. That needs to be that done. Was back in the day, movie, and that told the truth about really what happened. And really, what was when it comes to welfare, you have more European Americans that uh, are on the system in in order to kind of use it as an opportunity to do better than you do African Americans. Okay, but you only see. But you know, even with that, that system in itself was set up so that okay, here's another way to tear down the community, right. to tear down the family structure because that's what the community is all about is the family structure we need strong black brothers we need strong men no matter what nationality or ethnicity you are you need that strong male role model in that community and then of course you need the nurture of the uh, family unit the mother etc and everything now uh, i'm just going to go ahead let's see let's do this um here, okay. Uh, Jan- Janie, Andy, Bogard, Donovan, Griffith. I know who Andy Dr. Bogard is. Okay. Dr. Gina Ross needs support in the Springfield, Missouri yes, area for her campaign. Hello. That's right. And he's over the evangelism campus department. Right. Okay. Yeah. Andy, Bogard, Donovan, Griffith. This shout out is to you. <laughs> because we know someone knows that you are capable and able of making that announcement, making that known that the campaign is is happening. And Dr. Gina Ross is here in Missouri to make a, a, a difference, to make change and that you can support in the Springfield, Missouri area. The Lord the be campaign. my help. All right, you well, know, some people don't like that, they don't want you to mention God, but I'm not gonna apologize. Oh, God is my help, He is my strength. <laughs> all right, now that's what it's all about. The Lord, come on, and there's no secret in that. See, there's no, another no thing when it comes to community, you want to take the headship of that community out of the community, too, which the headship really is Him, huh? The yeah. God. Of creation is the head. Like you want to say something, Pastor G? I see no, you. I, I was he hold it. <laughs> this is great, great conversation. I do mm-hmm. want to, I do want to echo and revisit the conversation of, and and brought it to the table of the 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 male vote. Um, in all elections, especially as today, especially when it came to Obama, especially as it came to uh, Joe Biden, it was always the minority uh, black women to push the vote. And I love our sisters, I love y'all, but I think we need to have that, it needs to be balanced. Where are the men at? Yeah, yeah, true. How come every time it's time to make a major decision in the country, we again, we thank God for, you know, our our black sisters and those who are in the minority, but where are the men at? And so Mm -hmm. we gotta be able to educate our men and some say, well, they're, they're locked up. They can't vote. Well, um, one in three, one in three are. 
Okay, yeah. that's pretty significant. Yeah. But so the other two, uh, and, and and don't let, you know, I think that, that what they do, we had the bystander let someone else make the decision for yeah. us. But to speak up, like what you do in your home Absolutely. and in your community, to speak yeah. up for what's right. And it's okay. Uh, I think that we do a lot of cheering. We do a lot of sports cheering. <laughs> yeah. And I think vote we like it's the Chiefs playing or whatever your yeah. favorite football team you is. Go ahead and vote like like it's <laughs> like it's yeah. the poll. Take yeah. it to the polls and, and vote. And, and in those sports arenas, we don't have a, a, a shortage of men. There's all types no. of men. All types. They come time. out from everywhere. Right. So <laughs> we, we got we gotta be there. And even if we got to set up at, at the game. Yeah, you know, shout you know, out to all baseball, uh, those that like sports, all of the sporting events. Big shout out to all those men who vote, men who attend. Now, uh, all we need, we need three stadiums of men who attend. Right. Mm, they got 75,000, about 75, the four stadiums, 75,000 <laughs> mm, uh, men in the stadium. You got four stadiums. All right, see that you know, and it doesn't take much to overcome and and win the vote, guys. Don't think that your vote doesn't count, people. It does. It doesn't take. She doesn't need a lot of votes. The see the system and the process makes it think that you do need a lot of votes. Hmm? Oh, but what would help that is big people, money? What would help is some people just uh, check the first name on the ballot. <laughs> but I'm number three on the ballot. So oh, my goodness. Yes, yeah, share that with us, Dr. Ross. Number three. Number three. Number three. She's number three on the ballot. So if you go in and you're tired. The first female name. Head, so hey. you got off from work, just know that the, the top three look for. You don't have to look down <laughs> all in it. Just look at the top three. You'll no, see. Let me tell you something. When I ran for Congress, one of the ladies that was running, she dropped out of the race. But her name was still on the ballot. So even though she wasn't running, she defeated the men. So she was in second after me. You know, I had first place, but she wasn't even running. She didn't do nothing. And if I wasn't running, she would have had that. Wow. Okay. I would have had tell you something else. Okay. So and Dr. Gina's not gonna give up. She's gonna hang in there to the end and she's going primary, she's going general, she's gonna run this thing and she's going to the United States Senate, okay? Just to know. Now, another thing about voting it in the state of Missouri, whether you are registered Democrat or a Republican, it does not matter. It will not matter on August the 2nd. You walk up to the table and you ask them for the ballot, which she's running on the Democratic ballot. Why? And it's not a big deal because she's the better candidate for all people. She is the candidate of change that will speak and will be truthful to all the people here in the state of Missouri. So you ask for that Democratic ballot, even though you may be a registered Republican. Or independent. Or independent. Registered matter. as an independent. It won't matter. Now it doesn't matter. Now in the future, they're changing it. They're trying to change that style of voting right now it's open voting huh but now they're trying to close it for this very reason okay so just know that your candidate is three on third on that list that's big that's huge 
Nope, okay. I was number three in 2019 when I ran for school board. I was number three on the ballot when I ran for U.S. Congress and number three for U.S. Senate. I said, there's something about that three. Uh, all right, well, come yeah. on. Don't yeah. get me started. <laughs> well, see, I believe I, I won this. I, I won this. I, I know who he is, but hero Israel, the Lord, our God is one. huh? So I, I got you. I understand. But yes. Many of the men, this is Jamie Johnson, she's sharing, many of the men on my timeline don't think voting is important. We need to change the narrative about voting. Oh and that's my. probably because they're not informed. All oh, right. Information. Not informed. Definitely. Mm -mm -mm. I'm going to go ahead and share the website here. So we'll share the website. And, and here is where you probably see a little bit already, uh, but the, the donate button, hmm, you go out to this website mm -hmm. here. It is Ross for USSenate.com. That's R-O-S-S-F-O-R-U-S-Senate.com. You go out there and you'll see what's going on with the campaign. You can subscribe to get updates you can also ask to volunteer now sure if can. all you have time for you just have one week between now and when it's time to go vote give us the one week give dr gina the one week it doesn't matter no time is too small to take and participate in volunteering for the campaign you can volunteer and help me with the website because I do the best I can. Oh, you know, it looks great. I try. I, I think it looks great. <laughs> there is a big donate button. And that donate button, when you select it, it'll take you out to secure.actblue.com slash donate slash doctor dash dash gina dash ross or u.s said at one when you get that far honey you'll see and you can contribute huh you can contribute and no dollar amount is too small of course we ask that you do your best do your yeah. best to share because it is important you know what what happens with the money well Believe Yard it or signs. not, uh, we're talking about them T-shirts, y'all. We're talking traveling about to different counties. We're mm -hmm. talking about traveling, doc. You know, we're talking about doing those things. Thank you, uh, Jamie, for posting the Thank the you. website uh, address in the chat as well. All right, so you got that, and you know that's what's happening, y'all. When it comes to voting. It is our right as American citizens. There are people around the world that do not have that right. They are already established in a country that says they're going to be they're They're going to just put who they want to in the, the decision making uh, areas of politics. But here you get a chance to make a choice that does matter, believe it or not. And when you think about it, take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. Because, you know, we have the right to vote now. We want to continue in and be grateful, I think. If I if God gives me something, an opportunity, I'm going to take advantage of that, sis. Thank you. Hmm? 
Yes. I, I, I saying thank you, Lord. I, I'm showing my who I am. Come on, let's lift them up now. Well, let's get a praise break on this, huh? I'm very capable, as you all know. Praise is what I do. All right, all right. And I'm not ashamed, so I know. I'm I just want everybody to know that's just who I am. I'm alive today because of God, so mm -hmm. I, I'm not ashamed. Mm -hmm. And I respect people for whatever, uh, whatever you do, whatever you believe. But respect me; I'm a God-fearing woman. All right, that's now. my right. That's right. my First okay. Amendment, and I'm not gonna let no one take my First Amendment away from me. Come I'm on, on it. They're trying. It's but, coming. They're, well, they're, those boats are coming down. They're. If they can take away and say, hey, we don't have that problem now, they can do a lot, and they're already in place to do it. We need to vote. Miss Darielle, Karen, what, do you, what are your last, uh, wrapping it up, what would you like to share? Well, I would like to thank you all for having me on here this evening. Um, it's been a joy to hear your guys' thought process. Um, I would just like to say, go out and vote. And please don't wait until, you know, November, you know, the big elections. August, the local yeah. ones, they, they really do matter because those are the people that are really are going to work within your community, your local community. And that's where it starts first in your community. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, my lovely daughter. Yeah. Thank you for your time because I know you're busy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pastor G, what would you like to say to wrap things up? And he designed the flyer for this. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wonderful flyer. That was great. Um, there's a couple of things that we need to finish up. One of the things that we, we started to talk about is um, knowing where to vote. I think that's mm -hmm. important. The you need to find out when the deadline is, know what deadline is in your particular county when it is over. Um, and, and as you said in earlier, sometimes they will move the whole location and you have your mind going to one place and it's been moved. So you want to make sure that you are knowledgeable about your location. And then uh, last thing I would say is make sure you have your ID and all your information because they will turn you away and also Know what time the polling closes. Are you going to vote by mail? Are you going to go in person? And so there's a lot of things that we need to know. At the end of the day, please hear me. Vote mm. your conscience. Mm. Vote your conscience. Make sure that your vote is your conviction and that you're not doing it just because you have nothing else to do. Make sure you're voting because your vote matters. And mm. don't let yes, anybody does. tell you that it doesn't because it does. Mm. Right. Mm. All right. Doc, you want to say something to wrap it up? I just want to thank you all for your time uh, volunteering. Um, thank you for everyone that watched, um, whoever gave. Thank you in advance. And I'm, I'm just thankful. I'm just grateful. I'm a peculiar, a unique person, but I am truly authentic. Um, like I said, people are, are my priority. Democracy first, you know. We need change, and that's the reason why I'm running, just to be that change. And my win doesn't have to look like anybody else's win. So that's all I got to say. All I'm right. just, and just thank you. Thank you Sounds very much. Good. Sounds good. Thank you. Ross for U.S. Senate, Senate 2022 campaign. We just presented Flex Your Vote live 
open forum and we'll just <laughs> reinforce that we'll just say go vote go, go vote. vote we'll see you next time have a good night everybody okay. bye sister I'm Dr. Gina Ross, and I'm running for U.S. Senate for the state of Missouri. I'm good trouble because people are my first priority. I will stay true to all people as I stay true to myself. I'm unbossed, unbought, and unbiased, paving the way for change. Please follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or go to my website, RossForUSSenate.com. We're better together, building a better tomorrow beginning today. Business as usual is no longer acceptable and feel free to make a contribution. No dollar amount is too small. Thank you very much. what you see in the flesh i'm free from people free from myself there's a liberty